Hey, 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 welcome to the Friday Vibe of the Vibe with Vic podcast. I'm your host, Vic, and welcome to the Vibe. Vibe Tribe, what is going on? I took last week off because I had PTO, much needed, and I was out in these streets. I needed a vacation from the vacation. Um, I was vibing myself. I went to Rib Fest in the good old MN. I had really good ribs from Austin, Texas. Um, what else I did? I was on a boat. I did not, oh, I don't even know what you call it, but I, I didn't do what all the other girls did. But we had all the fun for one day and one night. And then I leaned in and, you know, I went to a birthday party. I played a new game called Kind Jam. Can Jam, K-A-M-J-A-M. If you guys have not played it, I think you need to Google it. It's very intense. I did a good job, though. I only Can Jam once, and I hit 15th place out of 16. <laughs> oh, goodness. I had fun. It was time, but, you know, we're back, and we're here and so how this is going to go, I know the last couple or few um, episodes have been me like ranting and raving and being very random and stuff. And I will have to say this one is not really random. It's more kind of back on track of the news vibe, the pop vibe, the show updates. And then I will be discussing only Real Housewives in New York legacy, uh, not legacy, ooh, new cast, new generation though. Um, you know, OC is, yeah, OC is OCing, and Atlanta's ATLing, and yeah, uh, I'm really just kind of tuned into New York right now. I'm kind of tuning into OC, but there's just nothing, nothing I really want to talk about there. Okay, so... Let's talk about the news vibe, and this is things I like to say that people can relate to. As you can see, I'm going to be popping in and out of my English accent. Don't ask me why, I just feel like I can. Um, so, the safe plan, you guys, we have been living the dream. Those of us who still have to pay for student loans, we are going to have to start paying again. So, to ensure that your payment is not through the motherfucking roof, Go ahead and go look up the save plan and do your due diligence, but do it quick because I myself have waited to the last moment to do it and I still need to do it. So this is a reminder to you and me that we need to do our due diligence for the greater good of our budget of realizing that we have to pay for our student loans again and that Joey Biden did not, uh, was unsuccessful and getting my student loans forgiven because I decided not to go to a for-profit college. I decided to go to a federally backed college. Don't even get me fucking started. I'm so upset and annoyed and whatever. Again, if you see me on the side of the street holding the sign up like all these other fucking panhandlers, mine's going to say, please help me pay for my student loans. I'm never going to do it, you guys, but I just like to, I just like to make fun. Next, hey, this is for everybody. If you decided for some odd reason that this platform is not for you, and I'm talking about Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, 
then this doesn't mean anything. But I will say, if you've been on the platform at some form in your life between a certain point and a certain point, then you probably are going to get some money from this class action lawsuit. But the only way you're going to get it is if you sign up for it. So go ahead, Google the Facebook Meta class action plan. It's all over TikTok. They keep on giving you the link. I don't have the link for you guys, so I'm telling you to go Google and then sign up. And again, August, we're in August right now. Got to do it. You got to lean into it. And I swear from what I'm hearing is that you can get at least a thousand, not a thousand, a hundred dollars from a good old Ben Frank. Okay. A good old Ben. Free money, you guys lean into it. And that's it for the news vibe of it. Let's go into the pop vibe. Wow, there's so many things happening. Do we want to start sad and go happy? Or do we want to go happy and go sad? Or do we just want to go fuck? Oh, fuck. Let's just, I mean, kind of all of it's kind of like fuck. Um, first and four, let's kind of lean into the one thing that will probably get everybody kind of pissed off about. Uh, Ariana Grande right? We all looked at her. We loved her. We thought that she was pure, just as pure as that fucking ponytail on the top of her head, right? But she is a home wrecker. I guess she's been home wrecking for quite some time here, right? I mean, if we look at her track record, every single guy that she's publicly dated has been linked to somebody else and they have broken up because of her so yes, I don't know what that ponytail be doing, but it's doing enough to get people to stop wanting to fuck with who they've been fucking with for a long time and fuck with her. That does not make her a good person. She can sing and blow all she wants to, but she's blowing other things, you guys. She's blowing things she shouldn't blow. The type of things that you have to unzip pants and blow. I can't. So... Yes, she's broken up another marriage. And, you know, you can't put all of it on her because I guess the person that she's doing to, like, he used to be SpongeBob or whatever. That's what they say. I don't fucking know. The guy is not. He's so unattractive. But, hey, personality beats it all, right? So he is getting a divorce from his wife who just had their child. And Ariana's just being messy. She's a messy bitch. She's a messy hoe. And... Do we like messy hoes? We don't really like messy hoes. So another thing to go look up, she's, it ain't looking good for her right now. And she's luckily, she doesn't have any albums coming out soon because honey needs to go hide right about now. Well, I mean, do we remember like a couple of weeks ago, it was, hey, my name is Ariana. I'm getting divorced. And she was like, I can't believe people didn't realize I was getting divorced. Girl, girl, girl. Okay. Like. We weren't looking out for you. There's so many other things going on. We were like, oh my God, what is Ariana doing today? But now we know what you were doing. You were blowing things that you shouldn't blow. Okay? That's what you were doing. Put it, just put it away. Put it the fuck away. Okay? Next up, Cardi B. Listen, there's so many things that are coming out about this. Yes, she threw a microphone at... Um, an audience. She was singing, somebody threw something, a drink at her, and she threw a microphone at them. And now she's being charged, like, or being sued due to it. Like, I, listen, so many things they're saying that she was asking the people in the audience to, because she was so hot, to throw 
you know, I don't know if she said water, I don't know if specific or whatever, but there's a lot of things behind it. Either which way, I think, I think people just need to stop throwing shit, like shit at performers. I think we just need to let them do what they need to do, what you paid for them to do because you paid for them to see. Like, what the fuck? Knock it off. Next. Um, while we're just on this flow, are we all in shock about Lizzo? Are we just like, how are we feeling about that? And listen, listen, when the news originally broke, I was like, this is very interesting. And then more things started coming out and more things and reading the affidavit or having it be read to me. Thank you so much to a talk of shame for reading it and explaining it in a way that I would understand it. Uh, basically we have two or three dancers that are accusing her of, you know, making them do things that they didn't want to do. Like, you know, eat a banana out of somebody's vagina, you know, and doing other things and calling them fat shaming them and all that stuff. Uh, there's just a lot of things that are going around. And I know, um, because of Lizzo's brand, a lot of people don't believe it. Um, you know, there's all these things. I really highly suggest people to look at the comments and to look at into themselves because, wow, I did not realize that some people didn't like Lizzo. Like, and I don't mean that for the people who were like fat shaming her or her brand. I'm talking about people who are like, yeah, they're saying that she's not a nice person. Then you have people who are like, I'm for Lizzo. She's pro woman, all that stuff. It's amazing. And, and then those are the differences of the people. And then there are the people of the dancers who know the background of how dancers and the, um, the requirements that they have for every person. And I think when people look at Lizzo, they look at how, you know, what the dancers are saying that how she's treating them and all that jazz. Uh, but I also think we, I think we all need to think about other performers and their dancers and with the expectations. And I know I read a comment that was mentioning things like, what about Beyonce's dancers and the requirements that they have with them? And one person, I forgot what their name, I'm sorry, they don't give credit, but they were mentioning how um, when you go in and you audition for said performers tour and stuff like that they see what you look like and that's what they expect you to look like throughout the whole tour so if you decide to you know something happens to you or you like for me like you know I go on like a workout bit and then all of a sudden I'm like nah let me just have Kraft macaroni and cheese for two weeks straight right and then I gain weight back and I fluctuate that's not what they're looking for I'd get fired. So there's like two sides of every story. A lot of people are saying it doesn't smell right. You know, Lizzo's heard it with it, buy it, all that stuff. It's just a lot. It's just a lot, right? Um, and I know also another thing that doesn't uh, seem right with a lot of this is the fact that who Lizzo has captured as her attorney and what has brought up is who they have um 
<laughs> who they have, what's the fucking word, um, represented before uh, Lizzo. And one of those people was Bill Cosby. The track record is just, it's just not looking good right now. I don't know. I'm still like, yeah, all this shit's coming out. It doesn't look good. But when was this last tour and why are we coming out with it now? Like the timing's a little bit off too. So again, red flags everywhere. Um, I, I guess we'll just keep every, I will keep you guys posted. Uh, I'm pretty sure my friends will keep me posted. The ones that I've been sending a lot of shit to. Uh, the Tanya's, the Tori, the the Nikki's about this. So yeah, let's move on. Um, you know, in Bravo news, real house of Miami, Lenny Denny, who was uh, previously, you know, is still going through a divorce with Lisa Holstein. Uh, he has gotten engaged to his mistress and he got engaged to his mistress on Lisa's birthday because he's such a class act. That motherfucker is disgusting, okay? I hope, because he's like 50-something years old and homegirl's 25. Tell me you're not trying to fucking drain his bank account without telling me you're not trying. I hope she drains the fuck out of that account, okay? Lenny's a little bit crazy that I don't think that he will allow her to get that close, but I think he's under a spell right now because, you know, he lost that weight. He's getting his dick sucked whenever the fuck he wants to, you know, he's like, oh, she has, she's young and all that. He's disgusting. I hope she drains him for all. If you guys have never seen uh, a diary of a mad black woman as a perfect example perfect example of how a older man decides to turn his back on the person that has loved him for all the things that she could love him for the good the bad and the motherfucking ugly and then turn their back and be like you're not enough for me anymore because I need to go get some younger stuff and then that person fucking acts like it and then drains their fucking bank account and says, peace out, I used, and now I'm a, I've used, abused, and I'm done with you, give me all your money, and I hope that happens to Lenny, but I say that, but then I'm like, but if she drains the bank account, then Lisa doesn't get paid, and then the kids don't get taken care of, so I don't know what's going to go on, but all I do know is that he's disgusting, and that's it. All right, so in the saddest news of this week, the news that made me fucking gasp, you guys, Euphoria, Angus Cloud, the guy who played Fez, he is no longer with us. And that, he was 25 years old, and that is like so shocking to me. Like, I'm still like, ugh. I can't believe it. It's Fez, you guys. Some of you are like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Let me tell you guys. HBO, Euphoria. I've been telling you hoes to go watch it. It's really good. Not to watch with your kids. There's a lot of drug abuse in it. Great storyline. Great writing. We're at like two seasons in. Okay? We're talking about Zendaya. We're talking about Angus Cloud. We're talking about uh, Jacob Lord. We're talking about so many great actors and now we're one fucking 
less of one. And he was grieving. He dealt with depression and his father passed and he buried his father last week and his father was his best friend and he was not dealing well with it. And he told his family he wasn't dealing well with it. And so he did what he thought he needed to do. And now he's no longer with us, you guys. It is so sad. And I know a lot of us, like, deal with, like, mental health and all that jazz. It's just, just talk to somebody. And I hope he's, like, in a better place with his father. But it's just, it, 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 it's sad. Very sad. Okay, let's move on to show vibes. Okay, like, listen, you guys, all right? I know that the people who are listening to me, who are viewership, who watch the housewives, and they love it and all that stuff, okay? I, we had a conversation about fresh trash. We had a conversation about, you know, ongoing trash, fresh, like, I can't even think about adjectives because I just like went so low and now I'm trying to bring it back high. Sick. Let me tell you something. I will watch any, almost any reality show. Okay. Almost any reality show. Okay. And you're probably like almost never counts. I've been telling you guys to watch Love Island. I've been telling you guys to watch Temptation Island. I told you guys about the big D. Okay, but I understand we're in a different type of world. Some people don't have time to watch 50 fucking episodes of Love Island. But I need I want you guys to. But I understand the timing of it. It is so fucking this cast this year is like is not like any other cast. This is on Peacock. Okay, I think they might show it on Bravo sometime or whatever. Started it out to get people like on it. Whatever. Love Island is so good, but I can't go in depth with you hoes because you guys don't watch it, but just, I'm letting you know it's so good. And then we have the temptation of it all, right? (sighs) Temptation Island. The men are leaning into the I ain't shit energy so hard. It's ridiculous. Like the manipulation, the narcissism, like it's just, just, it's I'm yelling at the television thinking it's going to talk back to me and it doesn't talk back. Like, it's like, that's how it, I'm not angry, but I'm like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. Like, oh, oh, because she it's listen, it gets wild in here on a Friday night because that's my Friday night delight. All right. That shit comes on on a Wednesday. I watch it on a Friday after watching Project Runway. You know, we dip and dab everywhere, right? The Big D, remember I was like, oh my God, you guys need to watch The Big D. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. There's one guy that I, he is a pure candidate for being on 2020 ID. Like the motherfucker needs to lay off the steroids. His anger is just screaming, I'm going to choke a bitch. Like he is screaming that like it's just, it's not good. It's not good. It's call 911 right now. Why would anybody want to be with you? Like you scream, I'm going to abuse a woman. You're screaming domestic violence. You're screaming, I need therapy. 
screaming, I need help. And I'm yelling at the television, being like, you definitely need help. Why are you lazy? He's not even good looking. First of all, his his skin looks like liquid leather. And I'm talking about Thakor. His name, Thakor, Thakor, whatever. It's, look him up. T-H-A-Q-U-R. He needs, um, first and foremost, sunscreen. Second of all, he needs shirts that fit. Third of all, he needs a change of attitude. Um, yeah, just not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, another show that I've been watching, and this is all because of Tori, called Claim to Fame on ABC. I think it comes on like Mondays or Tuesdays or whatever. Uh, yeah, really good. At, we're about five episodes in. Cast members are related to a celebrity, and everyone has clues to try and figure out who's related to what celebrity through games and conversations. I don't need to tell you guys it's good. I'm just going to tell you guys, go watch. It's very interesting because you think you know who they're related to, but you don't. And one of them that was actually revealed in this past last week's episode, I was like, well, like, really? So I don't know. I'm enjoying it. You should too. Go watch. Um, A next thing that for all the people who have Hulu, uh, which is Hulu, uh, their documentaries, they're kind of rolling hard with these documentaries that are coming out. And, you know, I think that every single one of you should just turn on your Hulu and go lean into a documentary because they're doing a real good job lately. And they do have some new ones that are coming out pretty soon. Um, but I think there's something for everybody. So, yeah, there was another one that I was going to talk about. I don't think there's anything on Netflix that I've been really leaning into lately. I really need to go watch, was it Sweet Magnolias? They just came out with a new um, season. I have not leaned into it. I want to binge it. I want to binge it. I love that, Ugh, that show. So, okay. I have stolen your time for about 22 minutes now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back and it's probably going to be pretty short, but we are going to talk about Real Housewives of New York. I'm so excited. Stay tuned. Okay, let's get right into it. Real Housewives of New York reboot, new generation. We are here. We're about three to four episodes in, and I am loving the new crew, except for Jessel. She's my least favorite because she's so fucking tone deaf. It's unreal, and we'll get to that later. Okay, so um, what has happened in the last couple of episodes? And before I start really diving in, I want to say that I, I, Vic, am enjoying the slow burn of getting to know these ladies. Lots of comments are coming left and right of, I want to know more about Uba or this housewife. And I'm like, in due time, I like a more genuine approach of learning more about these ladies and how far they've come. They deserve that respect. And on top of that, I'm tired of certain bloggers or podcasters saying they absolutely hate the new cast. And it's like, why? You haven't even given them a solid chance. We're three fucking episodes in. It's like lean into change a bit, okay? Hate viewers who beg for something new and then automatically say, yeah, it's not for me. 
well, you haven't given them a chance to do anything. Like, the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, I've been commenting a lot more on Facebook because it, like, it doesn't make sense. It's always like this person, that person, or I don't like this, and this person is insufferable. What? Like, I can't. Anyways, in the first three episodes, we have learned more and more about Aaron, Jenna, and now Sai. It's a little disappointing to hear Aaron's a full-fledged Trump supporter, but I'm trying not to think about that because, let's be honest, most housewives lean right than left. And so I do appreciate her directness and how she feels and how unapologetically she is and afraid to tell some ladies she doesn't care for them or that their comments are tone deaf. I mean, it's also nice seeing her family celebrate their Jewish background and how they share that with us. Listen, Erin's a real estate slash interior designer of the group. She's already had conflict with Bryn and Sai. Erin and Bryn have a love-hate relationship with each other, and we're seeing that like more and more um, as the season goes on. So Erin invited ladies up to her Hamptons house for uh, episode two and three. So it's definitely only been three episodes, okay? Um, and it will spread into next episode. So we're probably going to get three or four episodes of them being in the Hamptons. I don't know how she has open houses for her showings because she only had caviar for her guests. Caviar, you guys. I understand that in her case, she's like, dinner's in a couple hours. But the drive from New York City to the Hamptons is three to five hours. Girl, if you don't go buy some cheese, crackers, and some summer sausage, something, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, Let's just be clear. Erin gets very offended when people say anything about her house. And rightfully so. If you invite people to your fucking house and they start being like not nice or mentoring, mentioning things, it's going to get under your skin because it's like you're welcoming people in your space. So like you want them to feel comfortable. But we're also seeing that comments do get to Erin. Um, but she also understands that she can't like please everyone. And I will say, like, Aaron is level-headed and when it comes to, like, taking each and every other cast member and adjusting how she treats them based on her experience and learning their background. And I can honestly say I, I like that. Okay? So that's Aaron for you so far. Then we have, like, Jenna Lyons. The infamous Jenna Lyons. You guys have to understand that I was, and kind of still am, a preppy urban type dresser. I love me some J. Crew, and Jenna is the reason for that season, honey. I used to wait for those Christmas catalogs of J. Crew. For those of you who don't know, Jenna Lyons is the ex CEO of J. Crew. She is now doing other ventures, but she is the name and the well known face of the cast. That is why she's probably standing in the middle because everybody knows who Jenna Lyons is. Um, I didn't think I would like her as much as I do, but I really do. And it's kind of weird for me to say that since I just told you guys a glowing review of the mindset of the J. Crew, crew catalogs, but 
I do understand that what you see of celebrities is not so much of what you get sometimes, but I'm very happy of what we're getting from her on the show. Um, she's, you know, besides her being the ex-CEO of a big clothing company, she was outed by the New York Post for being a lesbian. Now, she was married to a man. They had a son. And then she figured out woman is where, like, her soul lies. So at the time of filming, her mother had passed six weeks prior, and she wasn't close to her mother, who was diagnosed late of being on the spectrum. Um, and Jenna is being pretty vulnerable with her life, uh, you know, except, you know, I'll just say this. She's been very vulnerable with her life and she's very clear and being very respected that she's dating like the person that she's currently dating um, at the time of filming, like her significant other did not want to share her life on camera. And honestly, I respect that. Okay. Um, you know, present day, like within the last week, they have made it public of who Jenna's partner is. Some people knew. I'm just going to tell you guys to Google it because like, I don't remember her name. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't remember her name. Anyways, like I mentioned that her mother had passed with the, like the, when they were filming, her mother had passed six weeks prior and she like, she wasn't close with her mother. So I want to make that clear. That's why she like leans on Jessel's mom. Like she likes how Jessel, Jessel's mom treats Jessel because she wishes she had that in her life. So let's just wanted that out there. Um, I feel like Jenna's being pretty vulnerable with herself. Um, present day, I just feel like she's vocal. Uh, about all the experiences that she has, especially her experiences with the ladies and talking about sleepovers. Um, she's like, I've had sleepovers, like sleepovers with women who are her lovers, but <laughs> having a sleepover with females is pretty new to her like this. Also, I will say like Jenna knows her shit about fashion. Okay, let's be clear about that. You don't become... CEO of a clothing company if you don't know your shit <laughs> about uh, fashion. Um, I will say she is very down to earth. She has opinions that she shares in the confessional, but not so much in front of the ladies. And I think that's something that does come out that, that a lot of people you can be a big boss and not like confrontation, but I guess some people look at that like, how are you not so vocal? And I think that's just a little bit different for different areas. Bas I'm going to say, I've said basically so many times this episode, I don't fucking know, but she's grown. And the ladies were disappointed with her because she chose to go home um, to her 1500 square foot house in the Hamptons instead of staying at Aaron's due to having a 630 a.m. meeting in the morning. I would have fucking done the same. You know, if, <laughs> if y'all are up and uh, having fun and my room is right above where you guys are having fun, how am I going to sleep? Especially if this is like my first time 
sleeping over with a bunch of females. Like you don't know how to adapt to that and just go to bed. So I understand that, but they were upset because she like snuck out, didn't say goodbye. It's whatever. But I love how she's like, you guys can do whatever. Like I needed sleep and I didn't want to bother you guys. So let me be me. Um, Uba and Sai were the ones that, well, Uba, Sai, and then Aaron were pretty offended by that, but it got cleared up, um, when Jenna, like, pulled her to the side, had a conversation with her, explained why she did what she did, and blah. So let's move on to Sai. Now, I love me some Sai, and she is not well-liked, apparently, but people just don't know who Sai is. She is known on IG as Scout in the City. She has been a social media influencer for years. Okay? If you haven't been following her, you should. She has great fashion sense. Like, I've been following her for years. So, the girls who know, know who Sai is. Like, this is not, I don't know who the fuck she is. Like, you know who Sai is, and she has great sense. And I guess she's getting a lot of flack for having her daughter on or whatever. Anyways, Sai grew up in Brooklyn. She still lives in Brooklyn, but in a better part. She worked her way up, and her story is very humbling, to be honest. I respect her hustle. And yeah, she brings a good amount of money in. And uh, her husband is retired. He doesn't. She doesn't have to rely on his funds. And we won't see much of him on the show. And you go to her IG, you won't see anything anywhere. He's not on there. Like, that's not where her IG is about. It's not about her family life. I mean, she has her kids on there, but she doesn't. Her husband chooses not to be in front of the limelight, too. I respect. Again, and a lot of people are saying, how can you sign up for a reality show if you're not uh, choosing to show um, your significant other or your full blown life. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I feel like these ladies aren't new to the shit. And honestly, if they studied and learned anything from any other previous housewife season or franchises about spouses and relationships, I'd leave my shit off too, especially in the first season. Okay. Now, Sai's getting shit for about two or three things, bringing toilet paper to Aaron's house, packing eight outfits for a three-night stay, and a costing, costing Jessel for not fucking her husband. <laughs> so vulgar. She doesn't sleep with her husband. Um, but we'll get to that later. Sai is, she's all about the energy and the vibes. And, you know, I love that shit. So that's why, another reason why. I love Sai so much. Um, she's not afraid to speak up, and I love that about her. So I think in the third episode, a lot of people started respecting her hustle and how she came up, especially Aaron mentioned it and Bren mentioned it, but we're going to go on to Bren right now. So Bren and Sai are really good friends. Bren is single, and she's ready to flirt with anyone who's ready to mingle. Uh, she's a marketing consultant, I believe. I think she's the youngest one out of the group, I want to say. Um, like Sai, she came from humble background, but I don't think they've gotten to her deep dive yet. She did show some respect for Sai um, when hearing her story. Um, but I will tell you this about Bren. She's going to be the shit stirrer of the group. She loves to run her mouth. And 
I am not sure about that backbone bone that she has backbone that she has. It sometimes comes out like she has one and then sometimes it's like, oh, I'm too afraid. So it'll be interesting to see how that evolves. Um, but again, she's not afraid to speak up. Uh, again, she has a love-hate relationship with Aaron. Her entry line uh, in the beginning of the show is something like, if you screw her, she'll screw your dad. And I can honestly <laughs> say she does give off that energy. So um, Brent is neutral, neutral on my list. I don't know if I, I don't love her. I don't hate her. She's just right in the middle. Um, that's just kind of how I feel about her right now. So let's move on to Tone Deaf Tina, better known as Jessel. Jessel is in public relations and I think towards the fashion industry. That is why Jenna at one point in time looked at her and said, you cannot wear what you're wearing. I think she had an Alexander McQueen uh, on her back and then she had a Balenciaga. Like she had all the labels and Jenna's like, absolutely not. Like you, no. <laughs> and Jessel was like, Oh, okay. And then, not Aaron, but Jenna was in their confessional. She's like, I just, I can't. And that's when I'm like, thank you. 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 Um, there's my thing with Jessel. I believe in, I just really, truly believe she doesn't really hear anybody but herself, not her husband or any type of criticism or feedback that the ladies give her. There's, to me, not much depth to her so far. She has twins. And if you've been watching, I think we can all agree she's dealing with some major postpartum. So she's also been accosted for not sleeping with her husband after having twins. And it's almost been a year. And when asked if she's been giving head, she said yes. But let me tell you. She hasn't had an ounce of dick in her mouth, okay? She hasn't even remembered what her husband's penis looks like. That's how long it's been. And I wish she would snap back at the ladies and stand in her truth that she's not feeling confident in her body and everything else because she looked and felt uncomfortable and I hated that for her. But it was like, you're not going to lie to people who suck dick on a regular basis and be like yeah I do because all the ladies were like you're not giving head and she was just like no no no, I am and it, it just wasn't believable um she's also getting a lot of slack for being ungrateful for receiving a gift from Jenna so Jenna bought all the ladies lingerie and the ladies tried it on and Jessel was the one who hated her lingerie mind you I will say that everybody else got like black lingerie that were sticking to their bodies and stuff like that and I don't know if Jenna was like she just had a baby I don't know how she's gonna feel but I also heard that this line that she gave him was one of her friends so to actually hear Jessel be like I hate this this is disgusting I look like a Christmas tree and stuff like that that just you know Jenna was taking this all in but she wasn't saying anything about it she wasn't going to interrupt and be like you are an ungrateful bitch for saying this she was just like whatever so it, it, it was brought to her attention by Aaron and Cy 
at how bad she acted and she still didn't see anything wrong with it. And that is why I call her tone deaf Tina. Like I, I, I can't like, I just, a lot of people really like Jessel. I'm just hearing everybody's like, Oh my God, I love Jessel. You know, like she's this unapologetically herself. She doesn't care what the fuck she says or whatever. Okay. We need that for the show. I just don't, if you don't like Jessel, no, if you don't like Jessel, but don't like Cy, I'm kind of side eyeing you a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. Okay? Because, like, why are you, why don't you like Cy? Like, you can like whoever the fuck you want to like. You can dislike whoever the fuck you dislike. And maybe people are looking at this from a different view. Like, they're trying to make a show. We can't, everybody can't get along and go along with everything. And I understand that. But like, shit, sometimes. Next up, we have Uba. Oh my God, Uba is so beautiful, you guys. She is just a supermodel. She's cousins to Iman and from Real Housewives of Dubai. Uh, she's funny. She's carefree. She works off her energy as well. Um, she's a flirt. Not as bad as a flirt with Bren, but pretty much up there. She just kind of goes with the flow. And she's not afraid to say or do anything. Um, along with Jenna, she's alcohol-free. So we don't have a bunch of booze hounds that are a part of the show. We actually have a couple of people that choose not to drink. And that's... It's kind of nice that they can have fun without drinking. I know that I can have fun without drinking, but I, I choose to have fun with drinking. I love it. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> um, what I, yes. So Uba's another one that everybody's like, oh my God, I don't know anything about Uba, Uba this, Uba that. You guys, slow burn, Okay. Let's have a chance for the cast to unfold in a natural, authentic way. We don't need to know everything in about fucking 45 minutes of every episode. Like, fuck. Drives me insane. I want to fight people with words. <laughs> so, as you can tell, I'm enjoying the crew of New York. And I hope you are too. And if you haven't leaned in, I think you should. Uh, and that's and that's it, you guys. I have accosted you with 40 minutes of your time. So I appreciate it. Welcome back to Vibing With Me. We're both going to thrive together. So I love it. So, okay, do me a hot favor. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify or, heck, wherever you get this platform. I love you for it. Um, I will talk to you next week. I appreciate it. Stay classy guys. Bye.